Posse Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I hope we see some football this week, unless COVID decides to change all that. Grassy, and today, oh, we're going to be breaking down the Green Bay Packers and Baltimore Ravens game scheduled for this Sunday. And joining me, one of the most famous Ravens fans out there right now. Oh, yes. He's got the YouTube's channel. He's blowing it up. He's right there near 50,000 subscribers. Joining <laughs> me today is in Raven Vids. Welcome hey, how you doing? How was that? Was that an okay intro? Was that solid? Was that all right? Uh, yeah, that, that was cool. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Buddy, I, I appreciate you coming on because this is one of those games that, like, when the schedule came out, like, I immediately circled and I was like, mm-hmm. all right. This this is gonna be a battle, and I was happy when they moved it out of the one o'clock slot to like that little America's yeah. Game of the Week, and I was like, oh, yeah. "There we go, we're getting some you know respect for it." And I kind of just want to pick your brain, man, because the Ravens, like they were injured before it was cool, right? Like all these teams out here saying like, "Oh, we got so many injuries and all that." <laughs> Ravens are like, "Hey, we've been on this train since August." It's true. It's unfortunate so, truth. I kind of want to break down and talk about last season a little bit. You know, I want to talk about Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. kind of just to to start things off before heading into this season, you know, before mm-hmm. the injury bus, you know, left. Mm-hmm. What were your kind of thoughts heading into this season as the Ravens, you know, they're, they're playoff contenders for the past few years, you know, mm-hmm. whether they're getting like number one seeds and then unfortunately getting bounced by the Titans or, you know, whether they're, you know, being bounced in the wild card, you're still there, right? And right. last season was unique, I'll say, in which, you know, there just wasn't a lot of passing going on, which, you know, perpetuated that, oh, Lamar Jackson's just a running back uh, kind of mentality. Heading into this offseason, though, how did you see the Ravens, like, after the draft? You know, how did what were your expectations for them heading into the season? You know, were things like, all right, listen, like, this is the team now to I'll go a little bit further in the postseason? Mm-hmm. I, I thought that, um, especially with all the moves that the Ravens had made, I, I was thinking, all right, this AFC championship. AFC championship, because the team, like, they, their roster was just, they had quality depth everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Like the quarterback position with the running back position, wide receiver, offensive line. That was still a question mark, but they were solid. Um, But everywhere else, they just had so much depth. And I'm like, man, this team like this is not even one of the best teams, not one of the even one of the best rosters under just Lamar Jackson. But this is one of the best Ravens rosters maybe ever. Yeah. Um, so went into this season thinking, okay, hey, there's like there's no reason that the Ravens can't do it. There's there's no reason that they can't make it happen. Uh, and then the injury bug gave us that tap on the shoulder, like, hey, what's up? And yeah, then everything just it, it, it's like with the injury bug, it, it hit us before the season even started. And with with some bugs, you might like spray off on you or something like that. Or you yeah. might get some raid and spray them and OK, they'll go away. So that's what we were hoping the injury bug would do. Yeah. But it just kept coming back and kept coming back and kept and it just stayed. It's been with us the entire season. Yeah. And we're in what week 15 and it is yes. still here. 
So, yeah, I, I feel like, buddy, I don't even think it tapped you on the shoulder anymore. I think like maybe like the first one was like a little tap to get your attention. But then I feel like it's swinging two by fours at some point because <laughs> like I will be honest. I mean, for just for fantasy, like I drafted Gus Edwards and I was like, let's go. Like, let's go. Like the Ravens run game is going to be amazing. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm ready for it. You know, Mark Ingram a couple years ago, like mm-hmm. I was like, yes. And then it just seemed that all your running backs were gone. <laughs> like just just in mm-hmm. like a flash. Everyone. And it kind of was just like, what is happening? And as, like you said, as the season has gone on, it's not like it's gotten any better in which right. you're losing guys. And it's not even just like minor injuries. You're losing guys for entire seasons. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, that IR is looking like the San Francisco 49ers IR from last season, yeah, last year. in which mm-hmm. there's so much money. There's so much talent. There's so much mm-hmm. depth. And, and I kind of have to give props still because – you know, we're sitting here, you're still leading the division in a division which is yeah. insane. <laughs> like, you know, I yeah, have no exactly. idea what the AFC North even is. And last week when Lamar Jackson goes down, I'm like, oh, no. no game because over. it seems that that offense is still run by Lamar Jackson, right? It's mm-hmm. like living and dying with that QB. Right. And I'm curious, you know, heading into this season and seeing how Lamar Jackson has played, you know, what are your thoughts currently on him, like as a Raven, you know, a big contract looming, you know, going to mm-hmm. be paying him lots of money. Um, I have talked to Ravens fans who believe that like glorified running back mentality. I have talked to ones that are saying like, listen, throw all the money at him. You know, where are you on Lamar Jackson? Well, with Lamar Jackson, uh, I think he he definitely deserves his bread. He definitely deserves to be paid. Uh, because simple way to look at it, where would this team be without Lamar Jackson? And it, without Lamar Jackson, they are not eight and five. Uh, without Lamar Jackson, they are not even in the past couple of seasons. Like Lamar literally saved this team. And I, I know a lot of people, they tend to have recency bias, which I can understand sure. because re- whatever is recent, that's what's going on in the moment. And Lamar recently, he has not been playing so good. Uh, so a lot of people, they take that. And they like, okay, Lamar, that's it. That's who he is. He's not a good quarterback. He's done. He doesn't need to be paid. We should move on. He doesn't yeah. deserve it. And it's like, wait, 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 let's not forget everything that Lamar Jackson has done, even this year, too. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's not forget everything that Lamar Jackson has done for this team, for the franchise, for the coaching staff, for just everything. Um, does he have some areas where he could be better? For sure. For sure. sure. Is he the best quarterback that he can be? Definitely not. He definitely has some ways that he can still improve. But Lamar Jackson definitely deserves his money. Now, now he definitely has to uh, bounce back uh, with his decision making over the past couple of games. It's it's been down. It's been pretty bad. Um, Just his a a lot has been down and it's been off. And, And it just seems as if he's been a bit broken because he's been doing things that he didn't even do like his his rookie year. Yeah. Um. So Lamar just got to sort of take it down and not settle down. And I think this in this game, he'll have no choice but to because I don't expect him to play. Uh. But and, and I don't think the Ravens expect him to play like just today, just an hour ago. They signed yeah. uh, Josh Johnson, a quarterback from the Jets practice squad to their active roster. Uh. So I would expect Tyler Huntley to start Josh Johnson to be the backup. And maybe uh, they probably wouldn't call up uh, Chris Strebler, but we'll see. But I don't expect Lamar to be out there this week. Um, and I don't think it would be smart for the Ravens to put Lamar out there this week because he he is your best quarterback. He's your best player on the team. But 
you don't want to risk his long-term health for a short-term decision. Um, the, the AFC, like you talked about, the perfect word to describe the AFC North, you said insane. And yes, that's exactly what we would describe it as, insane. It makes no sense how the Ravens are still first place in the AFC North. Who knows? Uh, we'll take it, though. No complaints. Yeah. But um, with uh, Lamar Jackson, you shouldn't risk his long-term health for this, this just one game. Um, and depending on where he is next week, uh, if he's not 100%, then I would say still don't play him next week either. But um, and, and this being an NFC game and out-of-conference game, that helps. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, it just wouldn't be worth it. So with Lamar, yeah. uh, he just got to reel it in. And another thing, too, with him is that a lot around him, he, he's dealing with a lot. He has a lot of pressure on him because, as we talked about earlier, all those injuries, like literally everybody has been hurt. Every single position, um, the yeah. starters, even backups are getting hurt. It's been ugly. So I feel like Lamar almost feels like he has to the weight of this whole team, like on his shoulders. He has to carry this team on his back. And he has yeah. been doing that. Uh, but a lot of the hits that he had been taking this this year due to both the poor offensive line play and sometimes him holding on to the ball too long. It just it hasn't been good. And I think it's just caught up with him uh, mentally. So he, a lot of times I think he's overthinking the game and he's not playing instinctively. Sure. Like you got to have that Superman mentality of like, right. I have to do everything right. Mm -hmm. And you've seen him do that numerous times throughout the season to mm -hmm. great effect in which like, he's like, listen, if I got to win with my legs, I'm going to go and I'm going to rush over a hundred yards. Then there's games where he's throwing over 300 yards. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, he's just like, Oh, remember when people said I couldn't throw the ball. Right. So like, I think, you know, he really is like the guy on your team because that offense is not with all the injuries because you don't have like that dynamic run game because everybody's injured. You know, because you don't have it, or at least where it could be this season, Lamar Jackson has to be the guy. Mm -hmm. And I think last season, you know, he caught a lot of flack. And I think it, there was a the talks of like, well, like, what about their wide receivers? Because there was definitely a lack of wide receiver depth last season. And then mm -hmm. going into this year, that got addressed, right? right? You're doing it in the draft, you're going out, you're getting guys. And, you know, you saw, you, you see some of the improvements there. But yeah, I imagine because me watching Lamar Jackson, I can relate back to Aaron Rodgers when like we didn't have a defense or like our offense was struggling. And it's like, oh, it's the Aaron Rodgers show out there. And if he's gone, we're screwed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel like while right. they did play well against the Browns and they almost came back and won with Huntley last week, you know, Lamar Jackson is the guy who's going to keep that machine going. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a lot on his plate um that that he has to deal with so hopefully whenever he does come back uh hopefully he could just get back to basics and get just just get back to playing lamar jackson football yeah in terms of talking about your chaotic division you have the afc north in which the Bengals they get off to a really hot start right they're actually looking good for, for a good amount of time yeah. um and like they're an up-and-coming team they're in the mix the steelers I don't know. It's like they, they are night and day. Like they can show up and they're yeah. like, oh, we're real good. Or we're not going to show up for three quarters in a football game, but we'll show up for the fourth quarter. Don't know about them. The Browns. I mean, literally three quarters of their team are on COVID reserve right now. Mm -hmm. And Baker Mayfield is injured. So going back to what you were saying of like resting Lamar Jackson, 
you, you mentioned, you know, listen, you get that short term benefit, like that instant gratification of maybe you're more competitive or you win the game, but you do have the risk of the long term injury. Like you don't want it mm-hmm. to be like the RG three. So, right. you know, looking at this, do you think that there's still a great chance for your team to win this chaotic division, even with like injuries to Lamar Jackson with four games left? Oh yeah, for sure. Because with the Ravens, they they have so so many question marks and <laughs> so many holes on the team. Um, but they're in first place in the AFC North. And like you mentioned, with these other teams, they they have a lot of their own issues too. With the Browns, Bengals, Steelers, uh, we just don't know what to expect from any of these teams any given week. Uh, so that does put the Ravens in a good spot. Um, now they they do have a very very the last four games are tough because obviously the Packers this week, uh, they play the Bengals for the second time. Yep. They play the Rams, who they look better against the Cardinals, better than yeah. they had been the previous couple of weeks. But And then they also play uh, the Steelers. So you have uh, two division games uh, and two NFC opponents whose offenses, they, they like to light you up through the air. Yeah. Uh, and the Ravens secondary is very beat up, but it's it's going to take everything. Um, and anything is possible, uh, but it, it should be a fun last four weeks. It should be a stressful last four weeks, but a fun yeah. last four weeks. The blood pressure will be up a little bit, just just a smidge. Mm-hmm. Just a and tiny bit. that's the thing, too. It's not even your division. Like, the AFC conference this year, I feel like everyone's, like, seven and six. Or, like, so like you know what I mean? They're, they're right there. They're all on top of each other. So I feel like this year you just make it to the dance, you know, like you make it to the playoffs and who knows? Like, and I mean that who knows, because besides the Patriots who have won, like they have this crazy win streak going, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, obviously the chiefs, they have a a decent win streak going, but in terms of consistency, there's not a lot of it in today's NFL like this season. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do you think that the Ravens with all those injuries, you know, if they make it to the playoffs, you know, do you see this team potentially, you know, playing spoiler to a bunch of other teams? Whew. That would be great. I would love it. <laughs> uh, and again, all, all, I've been saying the same thing too. All you had to do is get in. If you get in the playoffs, anything could happen. Anything. Yep. Um, so yeah, any, anything's possible. So I hope that they do make it in first and foremost, and I hope that they play spoiler to so many people and just they just ruin a lot of people's playoffs. Um, and obviously while uh, contributing to their own success, uh, but it will be a tough task, be a really tough task because of all the injuries, even because a lot of times with coaching decisions. So I don't always feel like sure. coaching puts them in the pe- the best position um, for success, uh, but again, anything is possible. And and you just hope that with all of the problems that they've had this season, I'd say nine out of 10 of them are fixable problems. Sure. Um, When if say for instance, with Lamar, he's holding on to the ball too long and the offensive line hasn't been good way to counter that. Okay. Get some quick passes out, maybe some screen passes and some quick slants across the middle or whatnot. Um, With the, any coaching decisions that we may, may have been frustrated with, uh, they they can just do better at adjusting. So sure. this team, like, they are so crazy, man. And they've been crazy for a long time. Like, even this Packers game. Like, I know a lot of people like, oh, man, we got Aaron Rodgers coming to town against this depleted secondary. No Marlon Humphrey. He's out for the season. Marcus yeah. Peters has been out for the season. Uh, and the guys that we have left, they've been a little shaky. 
But this would be one of those games where they show up because they just they do so much unexpected stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like I said, the, the blood pressure, this game for the rest of the season, really for all season as a Ravens fan has just yeah. been through the roof. Um, all these overtime games, all these last minute games, all these games where for just three and a half quarters, the offense is just sleeping, taking their time. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, late in the fourth quarter, they wake up <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, well, welcome back. Um, and, and they always they make it a close game. The only game where they really got just absolutely beat down and it was over well before the fourth quarter was against the Bengals. Yeah. But other than that, every single game has been close. Uh, and I really I, I expect the same thing this weekend too. Well, I mean, two things. One, I want to thank you and Justin Tucker for beating the Lions. And it's not because I see the Lions <laughs> as a threat, but because the Lions were able to beat the Minnesota Vikings as their first win oh, for the season, which yeah. gave me so much jubilation and glee. Like it, it made my season. <laughs> uh, one and two, I feel like there is some positive to pull out of this season, regardless of how it ends, because like we could play the what if game, but mm -hmm. you're going to be getting all of these guys back, right? Like these guys who have been injured, who have been out all season, they're coming back. Mm -hmm. And I think that heading into this, and you said nine out of 10 problems are fixable, you know, heading out of the season, however, how it ends is like, where do you think the Ravens are going to look to add more talent, whether it's in the draft, free agency, et cetera. Like, is it, you know, sprucing up that offensive line a little bit more to protect like your commodities and running backs and uh, mm. Lamar Jackson? Is it, you know, dipping again into maybe the secondary, you know, what are you looking at? Okay. Uh, for, for part one uh, with <laughs> us beating the lions on that 66 yard field goal. Boy, let me tell you, I was, I was scared. I was very scared. <laughs> and, and I was like, Oh man, because if we would have lost that game, Lions oh, were 0-2, we were one and one. If we would have lost that game, I was thinking like on that last drive when it was fourth and 19. Yeah, I'm like, oh man. Like I was hoping the Ravens would get in, but I wasn't like, it's a fourth and 19. You don't really expect your team to get it. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm like, man, we're about to have to we're about to not only have the same record as the Lions, but we're about to lose to the Lions. Come on, this is gonna be so embarrassing, man. Not a good look. Oh, it, it was scary. But then they got the fourth and 19. Then Justin Tucker kicked the field goal. I was like, oh, man, what, what a relief. Just the bounce in. <laughs> the bounce in. Oh. And then, you know what? Even on the field goal, I initially thought he missed. Yeah. Because the way that the camera was angled and it just yeah. it looked like it, 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 it missed. But then I saw the ref's hands go. I said, oh, thank you so much. We did it. <laughs> Ooh, that was scary times. But um, for, for the second part, uh, for Ravens, I feel like they have to have – uh, an excellent draft. And I think for these next couple of years, especially, you have to have some excellent drafts. Yeah. Uh, their drafts recently haven't been uh, so good overall. Um, they have been having just a lack of impact guys, uh, and that's something that they need to really uh, re-up with. Uh, and the reason I say that the draft is going to be so important over these next couple of years is because Lamar, it's time. It's, it's, it's almost that time to pay Lamar. Yep. They can do it now. Or they can wait. Right now, with this injury and everything, it's looking more and more like they'll wait uh, because he has the fifth year option yep. next year. So Ravens, they don't have to do anything next year. Um, but you would think that this would be something that Lamar want to get done, that his camp will want to get done, and that the Ravens will want to get done because I feel like with Lamar, especially once he gets back to playing Lamar football, that the prices it's only going to keep going up because his value to this team, to the city, is already crazy as is. Yeah, uh, but. Each and every year, each and every game is, is going to keep going up. So, like I said, when, especially when he gets back to playing 
uh, his true style of football and the, sure. the real Lamar shows up, not this, whatever that's been for the past month. <laughs> um, but Ravens, they are, they certainly going to have to retool uh, defensively. Um, the secondary, they're going to be losing Anthony Avid. I think somebody's going to sign him in free agency. Um, and he's been their starting cornerback because of Marcus Peters being hurt. Um, so the, the secondary is definitely going to need some more depth. And, and like you said, a lot of the, these guys, we're going to be getting, getting a lot of guys back. Like the running back situation, uh, yep. running backs are being Devontae Freeman. We had Le'Veon Bell for a short amount of time, but they realized, yep. wait, wait a minute, this, this, this is not working. And they ended up cutting him. <laughs> Latavius Murray, was, uh, yeah. And um, it's just, it's been rough at running back this year. And um, I really... I love Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins already. Um, but this season, like, I felt like with Lamar Jackson, and I said it plenty of times before, like, okay, any running back that you put back there next to Lamar Jackson, they'll have success because sure. there's always that threat of Lamar taking off and yep. teams may be paying more attention to him than the actual running back. Sure. But this year showed, like, it's not – and, you know, offensive line has been really bad too. Um, but this year's show is it's not it's not so simple. It's not necessarily plug and play. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question again, uh, it's going to be a mix of free agency. But again, the draft, they have to hit on the draft big time Yeah. Uh, because having those young players on those rookie deals, especially when you do end up finally signing Lamar to his deal, it's going to it's going to be so like crucial for this team. And having drafting impact players too. I I feel like too because the mold of the NFL is win a Super Bowl with your rookie QB, right? Because once you sign them to those mega superstar deals, it mm -hmm. gets very difficult to add talent around them, right? Mm -hmm. Without sacrificing the cap. And I mean, like you're gonna see this with the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs, who it always seems like they have unlimited cap. <laughs> once that Patrick Mahomes money really starts rolling in. The, the wallet's going to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit tighter. So, yeah, I think that, you know, if you're able to hold off on giving him that deal and then, you know, next year saying, listen, like, let's rock this draft. And on top of that, we get all our guys back. You know, maybe it sets up for a big push next year, you know, to potentially go and get a ring, you know, with guys actually staying healthy as long as the injury bug is, you know, staying away. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's um the yeah those rookie contracts they make a big difference. Remember, Ravens their last Super Bowl uh, was Joe Flacco on his rookie contract, and, and yeah. it's crazy because he actually wasn't supposed to be on that because the Ravens had offered him a deal, but he he turned it down because there was a uh, it was something with the uh, the guaranteed money. I think it was like a a meal or two that was yeah. off with the guaranteed money, and he was like, oh no no, I I just play this year out. And he played that year out. They ended up winning the Super Bowl, and boom, he, he got a record. Oh, he got paid. At that point. He got paid. So, yeah. But then the following year, um, and then even a couple – some years after that, too. Uh, but the, the the roster around him, it wasn't so good. Uh, yeah. But they did lose Ray Lewis, and that kind of had a big impact on his team, I would say. Just and then, a pretty good player. Uh, then Ed Reed, too. So, yeah, that okay. – a lot of the dynamic of the Ravens changed uh, from 2012, the year where they won the Super Bowl, to the 2013 season. So, yeah, those yeah. rookie contracts, they make a big difference. It's not necessarily the end-all, be-all just because you sign a quarterback. Yeah. You know, history has said otherwise, but it's, it's just a matter of getting it done and, and putting the right pieces around and, and putting the right pieces that you can afford uh, around. Exactly.
plug and play. Uh, okay. Yeah, and maybe sometimes going, uh, you know, digging through other people's practice squads. I mean, the Packers have done it this year. So <laughs> it's what happens. And uh, looking at this week, so the game is being played in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson's day by day. As I mentioned before, Huntley did pretty well against the Browns. You know, you guys were able to mount a comeback. He's still a mobile QB in of itself, mm -hmm. you know, which could be problematic. Um, how do you see this kind of game going against the, the Packers this week? Like kind of what are you looking for in terms of how the Ravens can come out on top? I, I think it's going to be crucial for uh, the Ravens offense to get off to a fast start. Uh, and this has been something that has been a struggle for them literally all season long. Same. Every single game, except for maybe one, uh, the offense has been slow. They don't score yeah. touchdowns in the first quarter. Uh, they usually don't even score many touchdowns in the first half. Uh, but it's important that they start off fast because, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and that offense, if oh, and, it, and it's so crazy. I, I love watching it. Love watching it when he's playing and whatnot. But as a Ravens fan, it's not going to be fun seeing it. Say, for instance, the pass rush comes through. He makes a defender miss. Just evades him, and and if he just sitting there, that's when it's scary. Because Aaron Rodgers will be just sitting, sitting, sitting. Then he'll look, throw it deep, and oh, it's it's just crazy to see. Like even was it the first drive of the game against the Bears on Sunday night? Well, may I forgot it was early in the game, but it was like a third and super long. Yeah, and he threw the man. Who, who's the receiver that caught it? Like over like three Bears defenders. Aaron Rodgers put it in the perfect spot. Oh, Lazard maybe. Maybe I forgot who it was, uh, but he 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 put it in a perfect spot, and it's like, man, I like, I thought it was like a throwaway, but nope, yeah, not with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but in this game, we have a uh, a rookie safety as our as our starting free safety, though we don't really have a true free safety. Um, so I think as far as the defense, it, it is going to be a big test. Um, it's very important that Wink Martindale, the Ravens defensive coordinator, really put these guys in the best position possible uh, to succeed. They're going to have their challenges. Um, it is going to be extremely tough because, uh, again, with Aaron Rodgers, what is he like? What is it? 28 and four, something like that. His <laughs> touchdown interception ratio, something crazy like Doesn't that. Make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So he he takes care of the ball, but he produces as well. Because uh, yeah. so it's not like he's just some game manager. Well, oh yeah, I'm just gonna take the safe check down. He, he, he'll take some risk, yeah. but he takes smart risk. Uh, so it's gonna be very important for the Ravens to just be on top of everything. I almost feel like they need to have a deep safety every single play, because um, you just you just never know. Um, for Ravens, it's gonna be important that. Uh, they stop Aaron Jones early on uh, because if you're not stopping Aaron Jones and you're not stopping the, the Packers play action game and their play action game is nasty. Uh, there was one play also in that Bears game that stood out. I forgot when it was, but Aaron Rodgers faked it to Aaron Jones. I'm thinking Aaron Jones had the ball. It was looking like Aaron Jones had oh, the yeah. ball, but Aaron Rodgers still had it. Yeah, and he threw it to uh, the tight end up the seat. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> how? It didn't make yeah. any sense, um, but it's the defense is going to be tested like crazy. And another thing, another way that you can help your secondary is with a good pass rush. Uh, Ravens, they love, 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 love to blitz. Uh, they live by and die by the blitz. Yeah. Um, but it's important that you your your, your blitzing is is you you blitz. Uh, what's the best word to say? 
conservatively like not even conservatively but i don't know you just have to do it uh not even properly but you you gotta do it you gotta be a smart blitzer strategically um, you, you you and it's it's hard to say to be a smart blitzer because football is very situational sure um but you you it's just because if, if they blitz because they love to blitz but if yeah. you blitz and you miss they'll burn you Aaron Rodgers will burn sure. you so it's it's very important that the Ravens just they play smart sound football especially on defense in this game uh because anything could happen at any given second yeah I mean it's it's interesting you talk about that because the Packers are dealing with their own injuries right now we just lost Billy Turner um, we don't know if he's coming back this year. Our offensive line is like a shoestring offensive line right now in mm. which we have backups upon backups. We have a backup left tackle. Then the other backup left tackle got injured. So that mm. Elton Jenkins. So we have a backup yeah. backup left tackle. We don't have our starting center in there. We're not going to have mm. our starting right tackle in there. Like there, there's a lot of holes. So if you're saying that it's a very blitz happy team, you know, that's going to be a potential struggle for mm. the Packers right now because you know, while their offensive line has been playing pretty good at the start of that Bears game, the Bears were able to get after Aaron Rodgers and bring him down. Yeah. So I were. think that, you know, managing that run game with Jones, with Dylan, definitely, you know, is that bruising back? Um, I think that's going to make a huge difference. But I think, honestly, regardless if it's Lamar or Huntley, obviously it's a little bit more difficult if it's Lamar. I think this is going to be a challenging game. I mean, I think it's in an environment, you know, it's an away game. Uh, that's mm -hmm. going to be difficult for the Packers to win. And on top of that, like it is still a good football team and one they don't play very often. So yeah. um, I very can still see this being a very good game. Mm -hmm. um, if both of our teams are getting out to slow starts, it might be a very slow first half because <laughs> the Packers now I think have seven uh, first quarters in which they have scored zero points in this season. Oh, really? So oh, yeah, okay. they're, they're getting off to all the slow starts. Y'all will fit right in in Baltimore then. <laughs> That's it. At the at the end of the half, we'll just shake hands at zero zero and run into the <laughs> locker rooms. But yeah, I think it'll be a game. Um, you know, I wish everyone was. I wish both teams were like at full health, just so we could yeah. see. It, I think it'd just be a classic yeah. game, uh, and it'd just be a lot of fun. To just watch them, you know, light it up. But yeah, so I, I forget about um a AJ Dillon. That's the thigh master, right? Oh, that's the quad master, quadzilla. That's yeah, it. Man. <laughs> quad father. Well, one good thing is that the Ravens, uh, they. It's, it's crazy, and it, it's so crazy to see them number one in anything, especially this year. But they have the number one run defense, um, and that is something that can help their secondary by a ton. Yeah. Um, like we talked about earlier, if they can just stop those running backs uh, and just really hold that run game down, then, yeah, they'll that'll not necessarily make the game easier on them, but it'll help out the defense a Definitely. whole lot. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, a good game. I'm oh, glad yeah. that they moved it a little bit more into prime time. You know, we're not getting mm -hmm. the Sunday night football spot, but, you know, the eyes of the nation will be upon that game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm hoping it's a good one. But Engraven, I appreciate you, you coming on the show, uh, kind of showing what's going on with the, uh, the Ravens, like providing uh, some insight. Can you tell the people uh, where they can find you and all the things that you do? <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, the YouTube channel. It's Engraven Viz. Uh, it's Team Keep It Clean. We post videos literally every single day. Um, so if you subscribe, hey, you might get tired of seeing my face, hearing my voice, but it's all good. Um, and on Twitter, it's Engraven Viz. Instagram, Engraven Viz. Patreon, Engraven Viz. Everything. Wherever you want to find me, it's Engraven Viz. There you go.
That's it. Well, folks, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Sam Grassi. And as always, go back, go.